Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Suzanne Tulin, a brand clarity expert, author, and speaker specializing in identifying, defining, and aligning her clients to their distinctive brand value positioning through her proprietary process that achieves extreme clarity on her client's differentiation helps the master consistencies to build trust and create on-brand actions from the, and behaviors from the inside out. She's the author of three books, Brand DNA, Personal Brand Clarity, and The Six Myths of Small Business Branding. Suzanne, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Seth. I appreciate being here. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. Before the three books, how'd you get started? <laughs> how far back do you want to go? <laughs> Not kindergarten. How about how did you get started in the branding business? In the branding business, a great question. I was working with a corporate firm um, out of St. Louis, based out of St. Louis, and but in they just acquired the company I was working for, and we became their marketing arm for the business. And then since it, within two years, grew through acquisition. They bought 13 companies, and that's how we began to just expand across the United States and across uh, the world. And through that experience, I realized that um, there's this thing called brand, right? And brand lives at that internal level of the organization. And I was responsible for not only the creative marketing part of that, but inculcating those brands, those external brands that we just purchased to grow into the, the mindset, the heart and soul of the uh, mothership company. So that inculcation process really created some awareness for me, um, for the culture, uh, the systems and processes, the leadership, all of those types of things that have to come together in order for all of us to be on the same page, walk the talk and deliver on the promise. And that's what really incited me into understanding the, the really cool psychology of brand from that inside out perspective and got me fascinated with how that all works intrinsically to, to um, get everybody on that same page. And, and then I left because I wanted, to, I wanted to really dive more into that on my own. Okay, so what inspired you to do this on your own? And then let's talk about that and then let's talk about the amazing journey you've had. So I started, when I left that company, the first thing I was able to do very quickly and begin to make money because I had a, a, a graphic design degree, communications and graphic design degree, was to shut up, set up shop as a design firm, a design boutique. 
And so I started operating in that sense of that visual brand identity and really focusing on that as my niche um, creative way to build the business. And as I started building the business, I worked in it within, within three years, realized that um, all I was actually doing for my clients in that design space was putting lipstick on the pig, so to speak. <laughs> you know, I, I realized that I wasn't really serving them in terms of brand because the visual brand is one thing, but the, what the visual brand is actually promising is something that my clients were not even fully aware of because they hadn't done the due diligence and the work necessary for them to understand what they're actually delivering on every single day. So that really shifted my mindset in terms of, you know, how can I really serve this, this client when I'm delivering these beautiful, you know, colorful, uh, contemporary, innovative images to upset, upgrade them from a visual standpoint? But they had no idea how to actually walk that talk now and up-level themselves at the internal level with their systems and processes, with their culture, with you know, what they're promising to deliver. So that's what actually kind of shifted my whole mindset. I decided I'm not going to do the design work anymore until we fully understand who you are as a brand. And let's work on that. So that's how I developed the brand DNA methodology with my first book. Okay, so there's a whole lot there. And obviously the story's in the books, um, but we can unpack a little, I hope. So you decided to do a deeper dive than just the imaging itself and get further into the business. How did your clients respond? And then how were you able to generate result, better results because of that? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a big question too. Um, when we understand that, first I had to get into education mode. And, and educate the client that the, the logo is not the brand. The logo is just a graphic icon that represents the brand. So what does it represent? So what do you want it to become known for? What do you, in a personal brand clarity, if you're a solopreneur or even in a leadership role, what do you want to get known for, right? So we had to sit back and I de designed a process with my business partner at the time, designed this process called Brand DNA. So we we're fleshing out these, uh, these attributes within this process so that they can identify and define who they are as a brand. And then the, here's the magic sauce is to actually align to it. And then if we're walking the talk and not until we start walking the talk, should we spend more money in marketing? Because we don't even know what we're marketing, right? You market a brand. So if you don't know that what this is, this brand piece over here, you haven't done the due diligence, what are you marketing? That is an excellent question. I totally get that. So how are you helping your clients uncover what they're actually in the business of doing? So in the brand DNA methodology, we flush out the core values of the organization or the person, right? I've got the brand DNA book is really designed for the organization, the middle market size company with employees, with the, the bigger collective sense of identity. The personal brand clarity is really the piece for the solopreneur who becomes the brand of their business. So we're fleshing out core values. We're flush, flushing out the style attributes, which is the personality how the service or product is delivered and what is that, that space? What is that tone, right? What is the narrative? 
we, we define the differentiators of the organization. These are quantifiable nuggets, golden nuggets that help you differentiate from your competition. We also set for the business side, from the middle market side, a set of what we call um, standards of performance. And they're based on core values and the delivery of the style attributes. And then in the personal sense, we go way out. We, we expand out into the personal life of that human being, that one brand, right? Because they are the brand of the business and they're not just their personal brand in their professional arena. They are that everywhere. And the key is to make a seamless um, brand that is across all platforms. Uh, so we define those standards of living for the, the personal brand so that they can develop those declarations and set call to actions basically that help them step into more and more of who they say they are and who they want to become. And then we set up a, a brand, what I call brand mantra, and then a brand promise or a why statement for the personal brand. And once we can flush out what that construct is, then we're making, we are able then to make it tangible. How do we begin creating those customer experiences? How do we begin changing our narrative so that it fits and we're staying in our lane and we're more aligned with who we say we are, both at the business side and the personal side? That makes total sense. And can you talk a little bit about some of the magical transformations you <laughs> see and what that does to the business? Because your case studies are amazing. Oh, thank you. So magical is a great word. You know, I, I use that very carefully because of just depending on what client I'm working with. But there is this magical thing that happens when the company gets in alignment and the personal brand gets in alignment with themselves. And it is, again, that, you know, it should, should I even use the phrase law of attraction, but it's quantum physics, right? When you are delivering on brand, so to speak, which is in alignment, then you're, you're intentionally creating a promise and you're actually delivering on the promise. And with consistency being one of the three most powerful attributes of a successful brand, you become more consistent by being more conscious, strategic, and deliberate in your delivery. And everything starts flowing. Um, everyone, all your employees are on the same page. They're, they get what they stand for. They get the value position and they deliver on the promise. But you've got to create those systems and processes to enable them to step into that and be aware of that. This is a structure that they get to hang their hat on, right? And become, and they love that. And then how are you, how does that change the business now that they've all got that, like talk, is this a revenue increase? Is it client increase? Is it market share? How does that, how do the results work? It's all of those things because a brand is gestalt, right? It's the, it's the, it, all the whole comes together. And when the, the brand itself is aligned, then you've got retention that rises is if you're in the middle market space, right? You have employees who love where they work because they, they know what they stand for. There's clarity there. You've got, of course, the rise in revenue because your, your clients also are being retaining, being retained, and they start advocating for you and become your no-cost sales force, right? Because they love what you do. You are consistent. They can believe in you now. 
That is awesome. Now talk about the second, the second and third books. So the personal brand again is is really the brand DNA methodology, but really hyper focused to that solo professional. So there's a lot of self development work that you get to make all of those decisions about how you're wanting to show up and step into that as an expert, as a leader, as who you say you are so that you can deliver on your promise. So you're more aligned and you start attracting magically all of those things that come out of the blue, right? Because you are now staying in a lane and being consistent with who you are. You're free, you're liberated to be you and things start showing up because your vibration is higher and you, you're clear. So personal, hence personal brand clarity. Right? Got it, that makes total sense. And what about the six myths of small business branding? You know, that was our first book. And I wrote that book because when we were first getting into the market as brand ascension, we realized that there was a lot of misconceptions and, and misbeliefs around what a brand was. And the that misunderstanding that branding is marketing. It's like the same thing. I mean, I see it all the time and it's used in the same sentence. And I'll, I'll go out and introduce myself as a brand clarity expert and someone will then turn around and introduce me to someone else as a marketing expert. Happens all the time, all the time. So the six myths is really outlining the top six areas that we saw in our gathering of clients and their pain points and what they were misunderstanding. Branding is for only for big businesses. Why should I brand? Or I've already branded, I've got my logo on my website, right? right. So all of these misconceptions, um, my brand is for everyone, right? You know, That's everyone crazy. should buy my stuff. Right? So we, we bust those, those uh, mistruths and we, uh, we identify what that, what that really looks like. Awesome, and your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? I love seeing, I'm a certified trainer at heart, so I love big stages and, and training people. And I love seeing those aha moments, those realizations that, oh my gosh, we haven't even identified, defined this. And when we do, we get so excited because now we can live towards something. There's no more chaos. There's clarity. I'm in my lane. I'm excited and re-inspired. I fall back in love with my brand again because now I know, and all my people do too, in terms of the business, right? Absolutely. So you give advice every day. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say know my truth and trust the process and just be who I am because any other way is the hardest road you can choose <laughs> than being yourself. Amen to that. What are, I know you're a voracious consumer of content. What are a couple of your favorite books other than yours? Yeah, I was going to list mine. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm a big consumer of, you know, uh, the laws of attraction, those types of books. I, I, most of the books I read are either books um, on personal development or business books. There's a few that, um, Gosh, I wish I could just run over to the side here and read it. There's one by Martin Lindstrom, and he is the um, brand sense, which I think what became the Bible for me in terms of actually making brand tangible 
through sight, sound, visual, narrative, you know, auditory, all of that. So when you get your brand identified, you can begin aligning to it through multisensorial experiences. I thought that was fascinating. I, I used his work all the time. That it that 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 is definitely fascinating. What um what has been one of your favorite uh examples of the kind of end results, the transformations that it, that's occurred for one of your clients that's gone through this process? So should it be personal brand or? Let's do both. So, okay. So the, on the personal brand side, um, I have a coach that realized that her descriptors included the word disruptive. She is extremely disruptive for her clients in terms of breaking down their habits in ways of being. And so when she realized that, she really wrapped her arms around that what that was. And that became her brand. She became known for disrupting patterns and changing behaviors with her clients. And now she's she's out presenting and speaking on stages everywhere, which is she just like blossomed. That is incredible. And then what about the corporate side? On the corporate side, I want to highlight a uh, franchise that I worked with, who was uh, a budding franchise. They only had six actually retail uh, locations sold so far. They hired me, we went in and we invited all of those operator owners in to be a part of the brand DNA process. They helped us identify and define the core HQ brand. And then we began in the next six months flushing it out. They got the attention of a, a huge organization that ended up inquiring about purchasing them because they started seeing a lot of growth in who they were. They ended up buying them and now they're scaled. They had the, the cash basically to scale them to a much, much larger level. And she's in turn, the gal who brought me in has contacted me again to bring me into this bigger company who's got several other brands that wanna do the same thing. So that was super powerful. Yeah, that's an incredible story. For our viewers and listeners who want to learn more, who want to get the books and learn more about their personal or company brand DNA, where is the best place for them to go? Um, my website is brandascension.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn. Please join me there. Amazon.com, Personal Brand Clarity is the book. Uh, the other one is brand DNA. And then the ebook is the six myths of small business branding, but it's all that. I, I also have an online course I launched last year for the personal brand, the solopreneur, which is personal brand, per, personal brand presence.com. Awesome. So personal brand presence.com brand ascension.com and Amazon. We will send them all there. This has been Seth Green with Suzanne Tuline. Suzanne, thanks so much again for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. We will talk or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.